0: Welcome to Chat About, sponsored today by Higgins Heating, Air Conditioning, and Refrigeration, the Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and Beltrami Electric Cooperative. It's trash talk day. Brian Olson, the Beltrami County Solid Waste Director, and Jared Davidson, the Operations Coordinator, are in to talk about some changes coming to waste management on the water and in the ground. That's next on Chat About.
1: Guys, welcome to the show. Thanks, Kev. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Kev. Good morning.
0: So let's talk a little bit, uh, first of all, with you, Jared. What is the operations coordinator?
2: Well, I try to coordinate all the loads and all the garbage, about 120 tons daily, uh, leaving Beltrami County um, over to Polk County. And that uh, includes Black Duck Transfer Station, Demolition Landfill, all our remote sites, all the way up to Grigla, Washkish, um, Pennington. So we have six of those remote sites. Everything coming to the Bemidji Transfer Station and hauling out of there.
1: Okay.
0: Okay. And then, so, yeah, how many total sites do we have doing it?
2: We have two transfer stations, Bemidji Transfer Station and Black Duck Transfer Station. Okay. We have the demolition landfill that's south of Bemidji, and then six remote sites, including okay. the one at the Bemidji Transfer Station that's open anytime we're not open, um, taking in household garbage, which we define as what you produce while making your evening meal, and put underneath that kitchen sink, so we can get rid of household garbage, and recycling 24/7, 365, at the Bemidji transfer station.
0: Okay, but yeah, the, the uh, non-burnable, all that stuff, you can't bring that to the, to the remote site.
2: That's correct. Okay. Um, there's a lot of specialty waste that has to come to the transfer stations, and I enjoy talking to anybody that wants to call and get that information at my office. Um, those are those special wastes in the in Bemidji Transfer Station, that's in the center aisle. Um, fluorescent tubing, LED lights, um, batteries, lithium and rechargeable, all electronics, um, appliances we handle tires there as well
0: okay um brian um we're we're getting into a very busy time of year there's going to be a lot of waste generated (laughs) yeah (laughs) from batteries to boxes to what have you right yep especially when people get new if they get new tvs new computers whatever that means the old ones are going out and you guys got to take care of that too
1: yeah, and I would just say bring those items to either the tra- Black Duck or Bemidji transfer station. We accept all all of those items, and and again, just take when you go to these remote sites, just pay attention to the signage. It says what we do accept there and what we don't accept there. So,
0: okay does uh, does Thanksgiving generate more trash than typical, or is it mainly like Christmas time?
1: every holiday generates more <laughs> trash um if it's the fourth of july if it's uh, thanksgiving christmas um, new year's we'll see an influx of of waste at all of those events even labor day
0: okay okay um we know that um there's some some new things coming into play one of those big ones is uh, a new law in effect as far as what you can do garbage-wise and waste-wise on the ice during ice fishing season. So let's talk a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, Kev. Uh, I guess uh, this is. Uh, I'm just talking in behalf of the Keep It Clean organization. Um, and there's a actually quite a few communities now that are part of the Keep It Clean um, organization. And uh, I would just say that they were they they sponsored a or. Proposed a bill last year, and it got passed. So there is actually a new law now that states that you have to uh, have a container that you put your waste on when you're on the ice. So you can't just throw your, your garbage outside. It has to be in some type of a garbage can, uh, or you put it in the back of your truck, something that doesn't allow the actually waste to be on the ice itself.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've heard some horror stories about what happens when it melts and how it also shows up on the shore and um, steps being taken to to prevent that. So, what uh, what are the penalties for that?
1: Uh, well, and I, I I had to bring the uh, statute here, so the penalty is a hundred dollars for each violation. I know that this year is going to be a lot about education, but again, I would guess that if uh, if you have a some law enforcement officer visit your site, and uh, they warn you about the proper way or educate you on the proper way to store the waste, that if they come back and see that you left a big mess, that they'll probably remember who you were. So,
0: okay, yeah. So, yeah, hundred dollars. so, just you got to basically got to bring a garbage can, kind of right.
1: Yes, it has to be something, you know, it states uh, placed in a container that is secured to the to the shelter, motor vehicle or conveyance and not placed directly on the ice or in state waters. So that's what the, the statute actually says.
0: I know that uh, some of the um, lake associations have put bins and containers out there to, to help alleviate that problem, but that's 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 not a county thing or a state thing. That's that's the lake associations doing that, right? Right,
1: right. And you know, you've you see different organizations like uh, Upper Red Lake where they have a huge um, ice fishing industry. I mean, it's it's they generate a community out there, and part of this is trying to keep keep that resource nice. And uh, I know that um, just was at a meeting with with the Keep It Clean organization here last week. And one of the things that they did notice with all the effort that they've put in is that there is getting to be less um, waste washed up in the spring okay. in Upper Red Lake. At least that's what uh, the landowners stated.
0: We are talking with Brian Olson, the Beltrami County Solid Waste Director, and Jared Davidson, the Operations Coordinator. Um, Jared, any changes in the way we're operating coming in 2024 or or is it full systems ahead
2: no big changes we are getting some new equipment um on that topic i guess waste isn't cheap we just spent about six hundred thousand dollars for our new material handler that loads garbage from our tipping floor and into the um trailers the walking floor trailers that bring it over to County and those trailers alone are $100,000 a piece so uh, waste is not cheap Um, Mm -hmm. as far as changes we're just going ahead and uh, still with the educational practice um, there's a lot of reading material there's a lot of information that you can get at the transfer station a lot of material that you can get on the Beltrami County website the Beltrami County homepage and then pick solid waste and recycling All the information there um, is going to be updated as well. That would be something new that we're going through right now. You'll see uh, new changes in the website of Beltrami County itself.
0: Okay. What is the thing most of us keep getting wrong when it comes to the way we're uh, getting rid of waste?
2: Well, it's the separation. Um, Waste today isn't just all garbage, right? It's got to be separated into uh, many different Like those categories in the senior aisle, like I mentioned already, the fluorescent bulbs, the LED bulbs, the lithium batteries, the household hazardous waste, you know, that's anything that you buy that has liquid or granule left in the container, it cannot go in the regular garbage. So um, a lot of this information, like I said, you can find it on the website. Um, Or give me a call. My number is out there. It's on all the uh, remote sites. I just talked to an individual this morning that dropped something on the ground at a remote site, and I was able to contact that person um, and tell him, you know, please, when you're there, when you're done depositing your garbage, hit the button so it's compacted for the next person. Do not leave anything on the ground. And if there is a problem there, my number is available, and that's 218 333
1: Eight one seven eight. Eight one seven eight. Eight one seven eight. Yeah, you never call yourself right. Right. <laughs> so. Thanks,
0: uh, Brian. Um, we got some big changes down the road. A uh, few years coming to demo, demo, the demo landfill. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I brought it up one other time and previously in a chat about. But uh, you know, we uh, the state is moving forward. We received a letter here on the second of November. And basically telling us uh, in 2024 that all the unlined, well, in 2024, there's going to be new statutes written to where all the unlined landfills in the state of Minnesota will be required to close within seven years. That's what the letter basically states. Um, so that's going to have a huge impact across the state of Minnesota. There's uh, over 90 unlined landfills in the state and that was something that um, became effective back in the 80s and it was to try to I guess consolidate uh, demo debris instead of having people bury it or or burn it or whatever it was a it was a cost-effective way to try to consolidate it and put it in one place and at that time it was considered to be inert all the material that was being placed in there And um, since then, and this can somewhat be uh, um, contentious, but they believe now that it's not inert, and that's why they want to uh, close them all down.
0: Okay. So our big landfill is going to get shut down, Mm -hmm. and just nothing's going to be done there anymore?
1: Yeah. At that site, it'll basically be capped. Um, probably still do you know we haven't figured all the logistics yet but there'll be a place that we have to bring leaves and and take that stuff and tree debris I believe that stuff will eventually happen um, in uh you know if it, everything works out we'll we'll have it all in one a one-stop shop at the Bemidji transfer station we just uh, there will need to be some more planning and more infrastructure built there for that to happen um, and then there will either be a lined landfill and we're we're partnering with uh, eight other counties so it's a nine-county coalition line landfills cost a lot of money you need to bring a lot of material into them to to make them I guess pay for themselves so that's why we're we're doing that we're trying to we're trying to be um, I guess more cost effective by having volume, and the only way we do that is by working with other counties.
0: An aligned landfill means what?
1: So aligned. So the difference between a lined landfill and our landfill, it actually has a basically like it has a liner on it. So it has a a plastic liner that is sealed, and then it has on top of that there's a there's actually a leachate system there. So it's basically like a sewer system, if you want to say that. You know, you got drain pipes in there, and it collects all the leachate, and it brings it to a leachate collection um, tank and or pond. And then that leachate then needs to be brought to a wastewater treatment facility.
0: Okay. And so, uh, again, the timeline is
1: what? 2024 is what the letter states that the new statute will be uh, in effect, and then, and so the letter states seven years okay. after that. So basically, you know, we're you're starting to if everything if they get everything that they're proposed, stopwatch will I guess start at the end of 2024, and we'll have to we'll have seven years to figure it out.
0: Okay, which means you got to find another big piece of land.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, we we do have uh we we knew this was coming, so that's why we we found other counties that uh were willing to work or I guess try to step forward and come up with an idea on how to solve this problem because we all have online landfills and and this is where this nine county hub and spoke system and it can it this actually can be uh seen on our website you can click on a link and it shows you what the concept is and um, Hubbard County right now the proposal is the Capicona site in Hubbard County would be a um, industrial landfill okay and we and that would be lined so we could bring all of our waste to that facility uh, after we bring it through some type of a sorting process, so that's the big initiative here is to try to reduce what goes into the landfill, and so take as much out of it that we possibly can. So we've been looking at some innovative things like turning some of the wood or taking the wood and and having it processed into biochar. To um, looking at sheetrock and how we can use that as a soil amendment as well there's a lot of agricultural uh, i guess possibilities that can be uh that can be i guess um benefited from this material mm-hmm. it's okay. the fact that you got to get it out of the material you have to then obviously process it to to make it something that uh that the egg uh, industry will use
0: okay Um, well, we are getting, as we noted, into December very soon, holiday season, going to be a lot of trash generated. Anything you want people to know before we wrap it up today?
1: Yeah, I guess when you talk about trash and holiday seasons, we'll have lots and lots and lots of boxes. So when you visit our remote sites, uh, you know, we ask you, especially the, the target site and that northdale oil site where it's all loosely uh, packed that you break your boxes down because uh, obviously uh, a full an unbroken box takes up a lot of space where a flattened box will uh, allow other people to to have some more room to to use it so
0: all right anything from you jared before we wrap it up on
2: those boxes then on the remote site. We don't want them broken down because that auger type needs to grab the corner of those boxes. Flat boxes laid on top of that mm-hmm. auger, the auger just spins empty underneath them. So it's kind of a contradictory, as you know, like Brian stated, well, um, the Target and Northdale sites, those break your boxes down. The remote sites and the transfer station, no need to do that. But obviously, in transportation for your own self, it's easier. Right.
0: All right, we have Brian Olson, the Beltrami County Solid Waste Director, Jared Davidson, the Operations Coordinator in and Trash. Guys, always great to have you in. Thanks for being here today.
1: Thanks, Kev. It's, it's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks, Kevin. Chatabot has been sponsored by Beltrami Electric Cooperative, Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and Higgins Heating, Air Conditioning, and Refrigeration. Coming up tomorrow on Chat About, we talk about the Radiothon to end child abuse just over a week away with Ruth Sherman of Community Resource Connections. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. As always, thank you for taking time to join us.